0: This is a podcast about betting on sports, which is something you can do to try and make money. One important thing to know is that this podcast is not going to be the reason you get rich off sports betting. To repeat, we are not going to get you rich. There's sleazeballs abound all over the internet who will be happy to take your money to chase that lie. Here, at best, we might make you a little bit less awful of a better if you're lucky. Bet at your own risk, don't bet more than you could afford to lose, and Godspeed. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Rob podcast episode. Who gives a shit? Coming at you live, Wednesday, December eighteenth, twenty nineteen. Mister Jay Swall, I want to start this pod off with a um, with just a warning. It's not really sports sports betting related, but but I have a warning for our fans. Okay. When dogs have sex, they uh, get stuck together for like fifteen minutes, and, and they can't. You can't pull them apart. You just just gotta wait. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, that's That's the whole uh, thing. Wow. Yep. That's interesting.
0: Yep. You're welcome. Well,
1: Well, that's good news. Um, in other news, Rob had a birthday. How was your your 29th birthday, Rob?
0: It was excellent, dude. It was pretty heady. I got like an excellent massage, a bunch of good meals, and I just did a float tank yesterday. You know I love that float tank life.
1: Yeah, man. I uh, still have yet to try that, but I'm going to add it to the to-do list here here soon. Um, this is actually the only podcast we're going to tape in between our birthdays. So you just had your birthday last week. Mine is next, just after next week. going to be a week and a half. So you're, this is the only time I'm going to call you a boomer because you're older than me. You're 29. I'm nice. 28. So. Nice if, uh, you all hear some Boomer references throughout the pod. That, that's where that comes from. I only get one shot at this so I'm gonna I'm gonna Enjoy it while I can and uh, but yeah Bowl season is upon us um, Pretty much status quo in the NFL we Look like the best team Niners Saints are kind of battling out for the best in the NFC uh, but we're kind of just status quo until uh, playoffs in two weeks I'm wrapping up my fantasy football. I was just talking to Rob before the show about this. I had 26 fantasy teams this year. Um, Did fairly well. Actually, really well uh, this year. Uh, Probably going to do more next year. Put a little bit more coin in that as well. uh, And kind of just focus on the NFL betting-wise and fantasy-wise next year 100% and kind of see what my return's like. Um, Realistically, I don't think it's going to be as good as it's looking like it's going to be this year. It just uh, seems... Obviously, you only have one year of, of sample size of me taking it this seriously, putting this much money and time behind with these main leagues. Um, but if I have anything close to the results I have this uh, year, I'm probably going to put a lot more of my capital allocated towards that. So uh, that's one of the reasons earlier in the year I stopped betting on college football. It just, um, with the fantasy aspect, both daily and season-long fantasy, it made more sense just to focus on the NFL. Uh, but we are going to pretty much focus on the bowls today. Um, kind of just do a, a brief exercise of, of just overall strategy. Uh, we're going to look at the two teams. I'm going to – I don't claim to be experts on any of the teams, but I'm going to give you what the power rankings I use uh, says, what the line says, and any other tidbits I have. For a good amount of these um, bowls, I'm probably just going to make a, a probably semi-bad joke about the name or the sponsor and just tell you what the power rankings and the line is, and that's pretty much it. Uh, only when I kind of have an angle or something I see that I've tracked, that I've written down for the show. Uh, I just don't, I don't want to give you BS information, but I do also. I know a lot of people ask me if I was doing something for bowl season, so um, you know I'm the man of the people, Rob. You know that, so that, that's why we're going to focus pretty much on this, this uh, the bowls for this episode. Does that sound good to you, Boomer Boy?
0: It does. I uh, immediately thought of a, a bowl pun or two, but you know I'm, I'll save those for the end. I'll let you let you have the first run at it. Okay. Uh, they're not going to be good. So fire,
1: fire away. Um, but Friday it all gets kicked off in the Bahamas. Uh, we have Buffalo play Charlotte in the Bahamas. Um, just kind of things to note here. Buffalo is a six and a half point favorite as of taping. And as Rob said, it's December 18th. Um, so these are obviously subject to change, but you probably have to get your pools in soon. If you haven't already, But Buffalo is a six and a half point favorite, uh, just two things I made note of. Buffalo is projected to get six wins this year. Charlotte, uh, four and a half. So preseason, Buffalo is clearly the better team. Um, so that that's something I like to see is, you know, did the team overachieve this year, uh, especially when I really don't know too much about teams. But it is important to know that uh, they're six and a half point favorites uh, without any major adjustments or anything of that nature, uh, I would most likely lean with them. The power rankings I use ha- says Buffalo is a f- uh, five and a half point favorite or wins sixty five, sixty six percent of the time. So I would lean with Buffalo um, if I had to make a choice. Uh, and I'm I'm obviously doing these just straight up picks. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't really have any insight for against the spread. This is just if you got to pick winners. So Bahamas Bowl f- Friday um, starting out right. Uh, we're gonna go with Buffalo, sunny Buffalo in, in sunny Bahamas. <laughs> Wait, is sorry, it's Charlotte
0: at university?
1: It's uh it's a lifestyle, Rob. Yeah, it is. The Charlotte Forty ers Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean two great American cities meeting in the Bahamas for a, for for an afternoon for a Friday afternoon game. Two PM Eastern, twelve twelve year time, Rob. Um, so yeah. So that gets us all all uh, kicked off. Next, we have the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl uh, in gorgeous Frisco, Texas, between Utah State and Kent State. Uh, Utah State seven point favorite versus Kent State. This is one I had marked um, before the year. Utah State in a much better conference uh, was projected to get seven wins, whereas Kent State was only projected to get four. Kent State is part of the MAC. Uh, the Mac is like notoriously one of the worst um, conferences in college football, and the fact that they were only projected preseason to have that many wins um, is kind of alarming to me. Now, like I said, I don't pretend to know too much about the team, so maybe they're gods now. But uh, I would I would lean with the Utah uh, Utah State there uh, in the gorgeous Frisco, uh, excuse me, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. <laughs> In tropical frisco texas um <laughs> the power rankings i use say survey says that utah state is a nine and a half point that should be a nine and a half point favorite so a little bit of line value um who knows maybe utah state had some you know people that are suspended i don't know line is uh seven utah state is the overall better team better conference better preseason expectation so that's all i gotta say about that uh, moving to Saturday, so those two games were on Friday, gets the party started. Saturday, December 21st, um, the New Mexico Bowl, the gorgeous New Mexico Bowl at Dreamstyle Stadium in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, we have Central Michigan versus San Diego State. San Diego State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, pretty much identical what we just talked about. Uh preseason San Diego State was projected to, to win eight games, whereas Central Michigan was projected to win four, both in the same two conferences. Uh but this one, San Diego State's only a three and a half point favorite. Power rankings I have San Diego State should be a six point favorite. Um so if you want to go by those, I would say San Diego State. Um like I said, better conference, better team. Um, you know, I've given out three favorites here, so Nothing, nothing too fancy. Uh, pretty, pretty chalky so far. All right, moving on. Later in the day, two thirty, the FBC uh, Mortgage Cure Bowl from gorgeous Orlando, Florida. It's Liberty and Georgia Southern. Um, Liberty, coached by former Old Miss coach Hugh Freeze, uh, is a four and a half point underdog to Georgia Southern. Uh, preseason I had uh they're pretty much about equal and win expectations. Obviously they play different schedules. The power rankings I use say Georgia Southern should be a ten point favorite, whereas Liberty is only uh a four and a half point underdog. Any thoughts there uh about Hugh Freeze or Liberty, the team
0: or the the uh the term there at Rob. That's a great I did not know Hugh Freeze was at Liberty dude This is the same Liberty like Jerry Falwell, like the televangelist dude, has funded that school. Probably the same uh, place.
1: Um, well, let me give you a little little context clue. It's in Lynchburg, Virginia, and it's the, it's the school where Trump. Gave his first um, yep. as president. Gave his first, uh, you know, commencement speech. So,
0: ding, ding, ding. So yeah, need no. <laughs> to <Benita> fish big. Our biggest fish big. Is Hugh Freeze happy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, are Hugh Freeze's kids still at um at school in Oxford, or do they finally get moved
0: to uh to gorgeous Lynchburg? Great question. I'll check the high school baseball power rankings and let you know. <laughs>
1: Okay, moving to the, uh, the uh, Chirbani-Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> SMU, oh, I don't think I gave an official pick there. Go with Georgia Southern, why not? Um, <clears throat> okay, Chirbani-Boca Raton Bowl, SMU versus Florida Atlantic. I do have a little bit of uh, notes for this one. Uh, full circle here. Do you know, <laughs> Rob, who the new old Miss coach is?
0: I do, I do And he just left Florida Atlantic What does that mean for the pick?
1: What does that mean? Um, I don't know But Florida Atlantic is a a 3.5 point underdog Um, Even though the power rankings I use Actually have this as a true coin flip so these poor, poor children were guided by Lane Kiffin, and now they are without their, um, you know, their shepherd.
0: Mm-hmm. So, their North I don't Star. I
1: yeah. you know, North Star. I I'm just gonna go with SMU here because I I also think Boca Raton is 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 actually where FAU plays. So that F4 Atlantic is playing a bowl game at their home stadium. I just feel like it's very weird. Take SMU. Um, they're favored for a reason, I'm assuming. They're, Florida Atlantic doesn't have their shepherd, doesn't have their guide. They're lost in translation right now. That's, that's the hard-hitting analysis <laughs> that I have for you here. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving to the Camila. I don't know, Camila Bowl. It's, in the, it's the Crampton Bowl. Sponsored as the Camila Bowl. It's in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, Arkansas State versus Florida International. Uh, Arkansas State, a two and a half point favorite. Uh, uh, Man, who do you think would be. I think people from Arkansas would be happier to go to Montgomery than um, Southern Florida. So I'm going to say Arkansas State, minus two and a half. Um, Yeah, just go with them. You know, why not? Power rankings, let me check here. Uh, Yeah, they're slightly favored. They should be one and a half point favorites, but they're actually two and a half point favorites. Um if people haven't caught on this is the these are the balls I actually have no clue about any of the teams or anything so if you find any reason to tick the other side go go right ahead go right ahead um there's two more games on the first saturday I actually have uh, somewhat of insight for this this next game it is the uh, Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas ball in gorgeous Las Vegas Nevada um it is Boise State versus Washington so Washington's coach this will be his last game as coach he chris peterson is stepping down uh i read a good article talking about how first of all he's a players coach really good coach and so obviously the the players want to send him on a high note he also used to coach at boise state and washington is playing boise state in this bowl game so this will probably play out as close to a, a regular game as you will see power rankings have washington as a two and a half point favorite um so like I said, this game's in Las Vegas. Obviously, both teams in the Northwest, so nothing really ge- geographically in an advantage. But one big advantage is not only that it's the the coach's last game, but also it's a huge recruiting time. The college football changed like their big national signing day to um, I think it's actually today, and uh, it used to be like early February. So it really gives an advantage to these coaches who are like you know going out. You know, they they don't have to recruit. They're just focusing you know, on coaching this game. So I actually do like Washington in this game. They are three and a half point favorite. Power ranking say two and a half. I would I would take Washington here in a, in a spirited effort. Win one for the Gipper. Uh, you know, enjoyable Saturday evening in Las Vegas. Um, now back to analysis. I really don't know anything about the last game for this Saturday. Appalachian State versus UAB. I do know Appalachian State is one of the best non-power five school uh, conference schools. They are a 17 point favorite. Um, this game's played in New Orleans. First, New Orleans, or excuse me, versus, uh, University of uh, Alabama, Birmingham. That's your Blazers, Rob. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Rob born in Birmingham. Um, so sorry to say, but Appalachian State is going to take this one down. 17, uh, 17 point favorite. They have a really good coach, just a better team. That's Damn. an easy one for you. Yeah, sorry to disappoint. So anything – that's a, that's five games that's happening this Saturday. Anything jump out? Any uh, insight, comments, concerns,
0: boomer issues you want to address here, Rob? <laughs> I thought Boca Raton was somehow like Tampa-related. So I was like, all right, Florida, Atlantic? I thought that was – uh, Gulf Coast, but now I checked I googled Boca Raton and the first question that pop-up just, just makes me laugh really hard is Is Boca Raton a nice place to live? That's what Google Wants me to answer so I was hoping you could answer that question instead. You gave me some bowl analysis. I guess that's fine
1: Yeah, yeah Boca Raton um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I know about that. I think you got more knowledge in the, the glor- Glorious Florida than I do um, but yeah, Lane Kiffin is the main story you know, with FAU going to the the Ole Miss Rebels. I pray that works out. I really just pray that it becomes a dynasty and Lane Kiffin just walks the streets of Oxford as a god. <laughs> I would really, I, I would move to Oxford. I think I, I think I would join him if 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 Lane Kiffin could turn Old Miss into a powerhouse, I would move. You had, as a you disciple. Yeah, as a I will walk the streets yeah. and, and live by his. By, I I will be you know he will be my shepherd. You'll <laughs> be wearing visors and like I don't know <laughs> and texting married women. Yeah, That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oxford only. I on. dude. Ah, I see. I see. All right, moving on to Monday, we have uh, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl in uh, gorgeous Tampa, Florida. Raymond James Stadium, where the Bucks play, you got UCF playing Marshall um, for this one here. UCF is a seventeen and a half point favorite. Uh, that's pretty much all you need to know about that. Power rankings have UCF as uh, should be about fourteen point favorite. So just go ahead and take UCF and move on to the next game. Next game being the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. It's another team playing a bowl game in their home stadium. Uh, I just think that's a really weird thing. Um, It's Hawaii versus BYU. Just two interesting fan bases getting together on an island, just an archipelago uh, far, far away from here. So uh, BYU, is is, they play a lot of Power 5 teams on the road. Uh, And I just think, like I said, motivation-wise, BYU is a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I would go ahead and take BYU in this. Uh, Maybe this is one where people see it's the Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii is home. I think they think... Oh, that's like a good thing. I, I really think that that's actually like a negative. Uh, I think part of the bowl experience, especially a team like BYU, is gonna be disciplined without you know the double kegger parties the night before. Um, I think that it's actually a, more of a negative than people think. Uh, but yeah, Power Rankings say Brigham Young is a th- should be a three point favorite. They're one and a half point favorite. Go ahead and put BYU on your um, your polls there. Uh, your your pools. Excuse me. Next we have, um, the day after Christmas, December 26th, we have Louisiana Tech taking on Miami in the Walk-On's Independence Bowl in gorgeous Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, Rob, do you have any Shreveport analysis for us, any stories, any things we should be aware of for the Shreveport Walk-On Independence Bowl?
0: No, I think there's a casino.
1: That sounds pretty Louisiana-esque, um... So power rankings have this game. Miami should be a ten and a half point favorite, but Miami's only a six point favorite. I think the the obvious thing here is the faithful Louisiana Tech fans coming from uh, Ruston to to gorgeous Shreveport to to um, partake in the casino lifestyle and and watch their beloved Bulldogs play um, is why that spread is the way they are. I'm gonna make, take my first upset here. Um, I'm going to go Louisiana Tech, just Louisiana Magic this year uh, between LSU and all the other fine teams in the gorgeous state of Louisiana. So go ahead and take Louisiana Tech. First underdog I'm giving out, Rob. Wow, shocker. Um, Moving to Pittsburgh versus Eastern Michigan. The Quick Lane Bowl played in Detroit, Michigan. So, we have Pittsburgh and Eastern Michigan. We just named a bunch of really nice places vacation wise, and these two cold, cold cities get to go to Detroit. And (laughs) there are casinos there and other lovable things you can get into. Um, Pittsburgh is a 10.5 point favorite. Um, I know they've got a really old school coach. Um, The spread's 10.5. The power ranking, say 11.5, just take Pittsburgh. Uh, Obviously, Detroit being in. Michigan even the eastern part, but the fact is the Mac is the worst pretty much the, the worst uh, Conference in football anytime you can kind of bet against the Mac blindly and it's been like the last five to ten years It's, it's definitely been a profitable situation Next uh, a local Bowl for me Rob uh, North Carolina vs. Temple they're playing at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial well, uh, it's the Memorial Bowl in Annapolis, Maryland. Okay? A lot of people don't know that's our state capital. So, okay. Mm-hmm. It will be a quiz. <laughs> it will be a quiz. Uh, Temple, slightly closer. But UNC, I'm sure they'll travel for this one. Uh, they are a five-point favorite. Power rankings say six and a half. Uh, Mack Brown is the head coach in North Carolina. They had kind of low expectations for this year. I don't think the program has been to a bowl in a couple years. They have a lot of positive momentum being a bigger school um they they were projected to get four and a half wins this year they they got six um they're a favorite i think they're favorite for a reason i would go ahead and take north carolina on your pickums i think that's a pretty safe bet later on that friday we have michigan state playing wake forest at yankee stadium um this michigan state program has really just fallen down a cliff Um, the big 10 is, is light years ahead of the ACC in football. There's no doubt about that, but Michigan state at six and six record is a three and a half point favorite over wake forest. This Michigan state offense is absolute dog shit. I mean, they are just terrible. Their defense is really good. Um, wake forest is like a notoriously really well coached team. They're, They're not Michigan state has better talent. Uh, Wake Forest is just a better program. Um, I think uh, Michigan State power rankings is seven. Uh, the line's only three and a half. I would actually take Wake Forest on this one. This is my second underdog pick to kind of give out. I, uh, I definitely think this is this is what one where we can you know the. the the number is less than the power rankings for a pretty obvious reason. Wake Forest earlier in the year was not not power rankings wise, but where they were undefeated, like seven or no eight now. Then they got a bunch of injuries. They also face tougher competition. But I watched this Michigan State team play three times this year. Like they barely beat Maryland after Maryland was was like uh, it was the last game of the season. Maryland had lost by fifty points to Nebraska at home the week before. I lost like seven straight. Michigan State had to win to get into a bowl game. They're like 23-point favorites, and they only beat Maryland by like three. It was just very unimpressive, like bad taste in your mouth type uh, when, you, when you're watching it. So I, I think we're going to take a dark, uh, shot in the dark with Wake Forest here. Moving to the uh, Ac- Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl in Houston, Texas, NRG Stadium, where the Houston Texans play. We have Texas A&M playing Oklahoma State. Texas A&M is a seven-point favorite. Uh, Oklahoma State's quarterback is hurt. Power rankings have this as only a pick 'em. Anytime I can go SEC over Big 12, especially where this Texas A&M program, um, especially the game being in, in Houston, you're, Jimbo Fisher having a lot of pressure under him. This game they will take seriously. I know Oklahoma State's without their quarterback, um, so I would go ahead and take Texas A&M rather comfortably here, even though power rankings are only zero, or something like a pick em. And, and The spread's seven, I think it's seven for a reason um yeah that's that's all i got to say about that um next we have the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl uh it's in San Diego, <laughs> California between USC and Iowa uh you know USC actually exceeded expectations this year they won 8 games played a pretty tough schedule i was pretty much the most consistent program in college football, they're like 9-3, and 8-4 and four every year. They go to these bowls. They play, you know, pretty reasonably well in these bowls. Um, I just, I, I think the coaching mismatch. USC definitely has more talent, especially skill players. Iowa has better talent offensive line um, and just coaching. Uh, Iowa, even though this game is in Southern California and USC is obviously in L.A., only two hours away, Iowa is a two-point favorite. Power rankings have this as four. I'll take better coach. Uh, better better overall team. Uh, maybe not talent-wise, but but you know, some of their parts team. So I'll go with Iowa here. Um, and it's USC's coach sucks. And I can easily see this being like a big letdown spot. Especially USC, looking at this game, it's not a Power Bowl game. That, you know, I, mean, I can see them easily overlooking this. Uh, next, Rob, I'm sure you'll go to this one. Air Force versus Washington State at, at Chase Field. Mm. Um, in Phoenix, Arizona, the Cheez-It Bowl. Probably get free Cheez-Its if you go. Uh, Washington State, they won, I believe, nine or ten games last year. They were kind of Cinderella story, and now they're playing in this uh, game against Air Force, who was actually ten and twelve, or excuse me, ten and two this year. Washington State was only six and six. They were like only four and eight against the spread this year. A really underwhelming team. Spread is three for Air Force, while power rankings have Washington State by one. Uh, there's you can really. It, I, I, there's a really weird comment. I have a lot of res- respect for Mike Leach as the coach of Washington State, but he after I think it was after Arizona State beat Washington State, he called his team slow and fat or something of that nature. <laughs> I, just yeah, and and I, it's just really weird. Um, so I can really see this being, especially if the line is indicative. Like I said, I, I'm not putting any money behind any of this. So so take all this with a grain of salt. But when I see you know a power Five power six school like Washington State playing an academy, you know, Air Force, and I see Air Force as a favorite to me, just my respect for the market in general. Uh, you know, that that kind of ra- raises a red flag and makes me want to take the, the you know, go against the, the the big school, if you will, with Washington State. So I'm going to take Air Force here. They are a three-point favorite. Power rankings have them as an underdog, but uh, you obviously you're probably going to get a focused effort from Air Force. Um, and Washington state, like I said, it's just been, it's been red flags all year with them from what I've read. Um, but now we're going to move into the Saturday, December 28th. Um, this is kind of where the, the big games start coming out. Memphis versus Penn state in the cotton Bowl. Uh, I know you have a, uh, a I uh, I not say funny story, but an interesting story from a friend, uh, about, uh, you know, some stories about the cotton Bowl when Ole Miss had to make it to the, the cotton Bowl in past years. Uh, but this game will take place in Arlington, Texas. Uh, Memphis and Penn State. Penn State is a six and a half point favorite. Uh, the power rankings I have here say that Penn State should be a seven point favorite. So that's pretty spot on. Uh, I hate to say it, but James Franklin's is pretty good coach. I would just I wouldn't overthink this and just take Penn State. Um, but yeah, did you do you know anything what I'm talking about with those stories, Rob? It's probably like a decade old since old. We're Mercedes talking been, uh, like
0: uh, like. There was a Texas Tech game. There was an Oklahoma State game. Like almost made a couple of of Cotton Bowls in a row. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I just remember hearing some of your friends from high school who uh, had maybe a little too much fun at those Cotton Bowls uh,
0: back, yes. in back in the day. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> we'll save that for off air though. Don't wanna, don't wanna call anyone out, but good times. Good. Uh, Notre Dame. And Iowa State playing the Camping World Bowl in fantastic Orlando, Florida. I have a lot of respect for Iowa State. I think um, I mean Notre Dame is a four-point favorite. Notre Dame is obviously a team a lot of people I think are gonna just automatically want to take. I think you're getting what is, this, is a game theory um, play here. So I'd probably say Notre Dame is a four-point favorite. Uh, realistically, they probably should be like two or three power rankings. I use they only have one and a half point favorite. So you're getting a a brand name team with a better record. So they're ten and two. Iowa State seven and five. A lot of people don't know Iowa State has a fantastic coach. I don't think they're the best team in the world, but they're they're better than their record indicates. Um, So what you're going to get here is probably Iowa State wins probably forty to forty five percent of the time. But you you're going to pick this because um, you know seventy to eighty percent of people are going to take Notre Dame. So essentially, forty five percent of the time you gain a win on 80 percent of the competition whereas if you lose um you know you're almost just as likely to lose and yes you will lose the game but your leverage will get you higher if this makes any sense your leverage will help you in these pools because um you're going to gain on so many more people even though it's pretty much a coin flip game does any of that make sense from a uh a mass standpoint there rob
0: yeah, Iowa State is probably undervalued. It's cheaper relative. So, like, if you're playing yep. pickums, you're playing relative to everybody else. So you're on right. the poker table, going, "Yeah, everyone's going to love Notre Dame for this." Yep. Uh, I
1: mean, there's just everything that's pointing to Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame is the short favorite, even though power rankings have the game closer. Notre Dame's, you know, got got a couple followers out there across the country. Um, Iowa State is like, you know, if you're not following college football, you don't know Iowa State is actually pretty decent. So, yeah, this is just a perfect storm of this is where you get a little leverage, a little value here with Iowa State. Uh, um, Next, moving on to the two playoff games, Oklahoma versus LSU. LSU, LSU some places, is this game opened at nine, nine-point favorite. They're now 14-point favorite. Uh, LSU just – I mean, they earned the top seed. There's no doubt about this. But they've got an unbelievable draw for the playoffs. So they just won the SEC Championship two weeks ago, uh, played at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where this game is played, the Chick-fil-A Peach Ball. So they're just returning to the same state, and they just won home that hasn't played here, obviously. Um, and then if LSU were to win this game and play the National Championship, they get to play in New Orleans um, in the Superdome, which is really, um, I don't know. Feel like I got to try to somehow go to that, even though there's like no way I'll actually go to that game. It's just like I feel like that would be one of the best parties, <clears throat> probably maybe ever. If LSU mm-hmm. were to win a national championship <laughs> in New mm-hmm. Orleans, <clears throat> I mean, I have I have lots of money <clears throat> on Oklahoma and Clemson to win <clears throat> from future bets. <clears throat> but I, c- that being said, a small piece of me, even with all the money, I would not win. Would want to just be down there for the game. You know, for LSU to win that game, that's how kind of ridiculous I think that could be. But from this um, perspective, uh, yeah, I think the easy choice here is LSU. They're 14-point favorite. They're a better team. Oh, okay. Essentially, the one good thing Oklahoma does have is a pretty darn good offense. Um, not on the same level as Clemson or Ohio State, but um, – and there's going to be so many possessions in this game that it increases, like, the randomness, the variance – so, there is a small possibility. So, yeah, it's a 14 point spread, but the over under is the highest of all the Bulls. It's 785.5. and a half. So, if you were to scale that down to an over under that was like 40, then the, the spread would only be like seven or eight. It's just because there's so many possessions expected in the game. That's why the, the line's so high. That being said, LSU still wins this about 80 to 85% of the time. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and take LSU. Uh, next, you got Clemson versus Ohio State. Uh, Clemson's was the better team preseason. Ohio State has, quote-unquote, looked better. But really, Clemson is just hasn't played anyone. They've dominated every single pro- or team they've played except for North Carolina. And I think people forget, or me, they focus on that North Carolina game, whereas, hey, we got 12 um, games of data where they destroyed, and we got one game of data where they look bad on the road and kind of lucked out to win. Um, Ohio State has looked very dominant. There's no doubt about it. Um, I'm just... I'm just of the the belief where Clemson has experience. They have you know better team. Uh, Ohio State is is a very good team. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I'm just all aboard the Clemson train. Clemson is a two point favorite. A lot of the power rankings I see have Ohio State as you know being a favorite. The power ranking that I've been using right now, they have them as a three point favorite. Um, this is just one of those things where uh, the the thing with college football in particular is there's just so few data points. So a lot of this is based on priors, is based on years of like recruiting data and stuff of that nature. Um, But I also think experience is a big part with this. Uh, Ryan Day, the coach of Ohio State, is his first year as full-time coach. Dabo Sweeney has done this for several years. Um, This team has gone to the playoff before with Clemson, whereas Ohio State has not. uh, And by team, I mean like the players on the team. Obviously, Ohio State's been in the playoff in previous, you know, like two, three years ago. Um, but yeah, I, I just think you know f- experience plays here, and Clemson's a better team, so I would go ahead and put Clemson. This one's in Glendale, there, Rob. So maybe you'll be you'll check this one out. Um, Monday, December thirtieth, at Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, Texas, we have the Server Pro First Responders Bowl. We have Western Kentucky versus Western Michigan. I don't know a darn thing about these Western teams. Uh, power rankings I have say this should be a pick em. Western Kentucky is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm assuming that's for a reason. That's all analysis I have. Take Western K- uh, Kentucky. Mississippi State versus Louisville in Nashville, where the Titans play at the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. Louisville this is just one of the things where you're getting two teams. If this game was at the beginning of the season, Mississippi State would be favored around 17 points. Right now, they're only favored by four points. Um, that that's obviously a red flag. The power rankings I use right now, they they have Mississippi State as a seven and a half point favorite. <clears throat> Louisville before the season, their over under in terms of number of wins was four, and that's four in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Um, which was rated as the seventh best conference, so not even the Power Five. They really are worse than I think it was the American Conference and some other um, non-power conference. So they were only projected to win four games. They ended up winning seven. Okay, um, now they're going against Mississippi State, who is six and six. Preseason Mississippi State, who is in the SEC, was expected to win eight and a half games. Okay, eight and a half games. This screams trap. I'm sure it is trap. I'm sure whatever. I'm going to take the SEC team that was—it's clearly got more talent. Uh, I know there's rumblings on the the coach there for Mississippi State, things of that nature, but uh, I mean, it's just pure talent-wise. Uh, the ACC is just so bad, and the SEC is so much better, especially SEC West team being preseason eight and a half. I could be wrong, but I, I'm going to go with Mississippi State on this one. Uh, any thoughts there, Rob, about my SEC West analysis, uh, my blanket SEC West versus ACC statement?
0: No, no, um, go with what you know, dude. Um, so, I didn't know there was there was Mississippi State coach coach rumblings, but that makes sense after a, a six and six season.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but we'll, we shall see. So yeah, Mississippi State is what I'm going with. Uh, now next we have the Red Box Bowl in Santa Clara, California, where the Niners play. California playing Illinois. Um, this is kind of similar uh, analysis here. First of all, Cal obviously playing. Um, it's not their home stadium, so I know I talked briefly earlier about teams playing in their home stadium. Um, you know, this is across the bay uh, in Santa Clara from from Berkeley, uh, but. Illinois was projected to win three games. Cal was projected to win six. Now, Big Ten's a better conference than the Pac-12, but factoring in relative closeness, I like Cal's coach. They have a really good defense. Their offense is horrible. Uh, Cal's a seven-point favorite. Uh, I will go with California here. Power rankings they use actually only have Cal being a two-point favorite. So, um, that being said, instincts are telling me to go to Cal. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Miami, Florida. We have the Hard Rock Stadium, uh, Capital One Orange Bowl. Florida versus Virginia. Florida is a 15-point favorite. If this was an ATS pick, I would I would look for Virginia. But anytime you're dealing with a spread that big, um, I would just go ahead and take take Florida and um, rest easy on it. All right. New Year's Eve, Tuesday, December 31st. We have a a, a two fan bases are meeting in El Paso, Texas. In the Magruber Bowl to party. Can you name the two t- teams going to El Paso in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl?
0: <laughs> no, I was going to go. You said McGruber, but you're using that for just El Paso. I was going to go UTEP, but is that yeah. is that one of them? No, no it's,
1: it's in El Paso. That's why I used it. You're correct. UTEP football is actually really, really
0: bad. Okay. No, I have no idea who's playing the ball game. Utah. We, in El Paso, if, I mean,
1: we have Florida State and Arizona State, baby. Ooh. Um, I actually, this might be the only, <laughs> this might be the only game I bet Arizona State here. And, you know, obviously we went to ASU. That's not why I want to bet on this. Um, Florida State just fired Willie Taggart, their coach. Arizona State. Is off two huge wins. Um, they have a freshman quarterback who's fantastic. Their pro their program is just in such a better state. I think Florida State is more of just like I, you know, let the season be over with, get the new staff in, blah blah blah. Power rankings have this four and a half. The line is about four and a half five. Um, I think I'm going to bet on Arizona State in this game. So yes, go ahead and take Arizona State. Uh, have you seen our quarterback, Rob? What like seen him play this year? Yes, I think so. Jaden Jaden Daniels, I think his name is. He's yeah. he's he's freaking nasty, man. He's nasty. He's a true freshman. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited uh, to pretend to be an Arizona State fan. There's four or five, you know. There's three or four games every Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. every fall, in the Saturdays where it's like, oh yeah, I I went to Arizona State. I forgot about that. <laughs> Take what you can get. That's it. That's it. Okay. Moving to the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, We have Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. VTech is a three-point favorite. Um, Kentucky had like an unbelievable year last year. And then they're kind of like back to being who we thought they were, if you will. Um, VTech's a three- God. This is SEC versus ACC. He takes a three-point favorite. Power rankings have this as a pick I'm just going to take Kentucky. I, I'm i sorry, just SEC football. Um, that's about all i got to say about that. Um, Navy versus Kansas State. Uh, Liberty Bowl, Memorial Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. Navy versus Kansas State here. Navy is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I watched the Army-Navy game. Power rankings have Kansas State. It should be about five-point favorite. I... I n- what I know about Kansas State is they're not the best team in the world, but they do have a pretty decent coach. He won like six national championships in Division One AA in North Dakota State, I think. Um, one thing you need to know about playing these service academies, and I know I talked about Air Force before, and I like Air Force, but that was because more, most of it was mostly against Washington State, the type of bet. Kansas State, um, they they were much better. They were only supposed to win five and a half games. They won eight games this year. Uh, they had a legendary coach, who uh, Bill Snyder, who retired last year. This coach has kind of like got the program enthused, it, you know, kind of like up and coming again. Not that they were bad last year, but you know, they, he replaced a legend, if you will. And Kansas State is like a low-key good fan base, so I think you're going to get good preparation here, uh, momentum for next year, and you get three weeks, three four weeks to prepare for the option, because that's all the Navy can run. So it's harder to prepare for the option, obviously, if only have one week. But when you have three to four weeks, uh, a good coaching staff, a motivated team, uh, I like all that. Even though Navy is favored by two and a half, uh, I like Kansas State here. Moving to Wyoming versus Georgia State in the Home Loans Arizona Bowl in Tucson. Wyoming is a seven and a half point favorite over Georgia State. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting folk coming down from Wyoming to uh, enjoy their New Year's Eve and New Year's Day in uh, lovely Tucson. Um, I really don't know much about these teams, so the spread is (laughs) Uh, 7.5. I've always wanted to go to Laramie. Wyoming haven't been. uh, That's all I really got to say about that. Power rankings have 6.5. Just go with Wyoming. Uh, Cowboys, I guess.
0: Wyoming people (laughs) love Arizona. They thrive here,
1: so that's a good call. It's, exactly. I do know. I do know that. that's tr- pretty much all, all I know. I do. Have you ever been to Wyoming? I really want to go. I think I was when I was like 13, but never on my own.
0: No, no, I've never been. Uh, it's the least populated state, which I love.
1: Yes. Yes, dude. Uh, I was in a geography B at the University of Maryland, like fourth or fifth grade. And we were on a team and a girl one of the answer cho- choices Wyoming and the other one was like Alaska and some other places. She was like, yeah, it's Alaska. I was like, no, it's fucking Wyoming. I'm telling you. So maybe that's where my love of Wyoming comes from. Uh, I, I convinced her. I convinced her and we got the, we got the question right. Uh, but yeah, so that's my analysis for the home loans ball. Uh, the, the Alamo Bowl, San Antonio, Texas, Utah is a seven point favorite. It's Utah versus Texas. Utah is a very senior, senior laden team. They had kind of an embarrassing loss, um, in the Pac-12 championship game against Oregon, I lost a lot of money because of it. I had a lot of futures on Utah, so that was fun. Uh, but I'm going to go back to the well here. Um, even though this game is in the Alamo Bowl, Utah is a much better team. It's a senior-laden team. They're, they're coach, they have a much better coach. Uh, go ahead and take Utah here. Uh, pretty confidently in that one. Next, the New Year's Eve game. So this game is going on the next decade, am I right? Ha-ha. Uh, Minnesota versus Auburn. Auburn is a seven-point favorite. Tampa Bay, Florida. Um, I think you know my feelings in the SEC West. I'm going to take Auburn here. They're seven-point favorite. Uh, power rankings for this are uh, Auburn should be eight and a half point favorite. That's pretty much uh, all we need to need to say about that one. I didn't give power rankings for the Utah Texas game. Power rankings are three. Spread was, was seven, but like I said, my analysis for that Utah was based on pretty much Texas being overrated, Utah well-coached and senior-laden. Next, uh, speaking of Auburn, we have their dear friends with Alabama playing Michigan in the Camping World uh, Citrus Bowl in gorgeous Orlando, Florida. Um, yeah, rinse, repeat, SEC football, Alabama over Michigan, their seven-point favorite. Uh, you're never going to see – Alabama come out flat when they, you know, they, they just pretty much lost the game against Auburn. They should have won. Power rankings have this 10 and a half. Michigan just clearly isn't as talented as Alabama. So I will take Alabama. Oregon versus Wisconsin. Pasadena, the Rose Bowl. Um, the spread is three. And the power rankings have like a pick Spread, the favorite being wisconsin wisconsin i think is just a better program justin herbert's I, what i've watched from him has not really impressed me um so I, i'm just gonna go with wisconsin on that one next game the sugar bowl georgia and baylor georgia is a seven point favorite if georgia were to care about this game they will blow baylor out i think this is a, a real letdown spot um georgia got destroyed by lsu uh i just Second year in a row where this happened, they lost in the SEC championship game. They actually lost to Texas as like a 10-point favorite last year. Um, hard not to see this being pretty much a similar thing. Baylor's coach, uh, Matt Rule, was just named the coach of the year. Just a lot of positive momentum with this. Um, the game just means so much more to Baylor. Um, it's in, yes, it's in New Orleans. Um, I, I like Baylor in this, especially as an underdog pick, uh, even though Georgia's a seven-point favorite. So go ahead and go with Baylor. Boston College playing Cincinnati in the Birmingham Bowl. Uh, spread is seven in the fabulous Birmingham Bowl. Uh, power rankings here have Cincinnati as seven. Uh, should be actually eight point favorites. So the spread seven, they're eight point favorites. Uh, Boston College six and six in the ACC. Cincinnati was ten and three in the AAC. AAC was probably better than the ACC this year, so I'm just going to go ahead and go with the line and go with Cincinnati here. And then finishing off that weekend, um, we have uh, Indiana versus Tennessee in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Rob, in Jacksonville, Florida. Two of your favorite things, taxes in Jacksonville, Florida. Tennessee is a two-point favorite. Over Indiana, I actually I'm gonna go with Indiana in this game. I know that goes against the Tennessee. Indiana uh, being Big Ten, SEC. Indiana's got like their best team ever. I just think this is gonna mean a whole lot more. Uh, I think it's their best record since like the 90s. Um, these kind of teams of destiny or like best teams in program history, uh, the, those bowl games team to tend to matter a little bit more. Any thoughts on Jacksonville or taxes, Rob?
0: Um. Yeah. If you make less than sixty-six thousand dollars, you shouldn't pay for tax software. Even though Tax Slayer probably wants you to think otherwise, it's like a, it's a recent change. Um. You don't have to pay for TurboTax or whatever. There's free, free government ones.
1: Very cool. That's why you listen, folks, for the tax advice. Um. <laughs> Friday, January third, Ohio and Nevada and Idaho Potato Bowl. Ohio is a seven and a half point favorite. Um pretty much comes down to if you um, if you're with Colin Kaepernick then you should go with Nevada if you're against him go with Ohio because that's he went to Nevada that's pretty much the only uh, analysis I have for this game <laughs> Ohio is a 5 point favorite uh, excuse me, 5 point on the power rankings Ohio is 7.5 point favorite Ohio stands for the flag uh, go with Ohio <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Nevada is song. the impeachment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the impeachment pick.
1: That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, if you if you're celebrating impeachment day today then go with Nevada. If not, then go with Ohio. Um <laughs> Actually, real talk, Colin Kaepernick's sophomore year in the oh, – wow, i actually pretty sure this is the Idaho Potato Bowl. Holy shit, all the things coming together. I saw Colin Kaepernick for the first time play Maryland his sophomore year in that bowl game. It's really funny. Um, Southern Mississippi, Tulane, playing in gorgeous Fort Worth, Texas. Tulane's a seven-point favorite. Um, power rankings have, survey says, uh, five-and-a-half. Go with Tulane, roll wave, love me, Nolans. Um, but you got love for the third coast down there in southern Mississippi. Don't lie, Rob. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Hattiesburg.
1: Hattiesburg, baby. You got some, you got some <laughs> friends in Hattiesburg. Uh, and then, last but certainly not least, the Lending Tree Bowl <laughs> <laughs> in Mobile, Alabama. Louisiana versus Miami. Fucking Raging Cajuns, fourteen point favorites. Raging Cajuns in Mobile, enough said. Lending bowl, A lot of lending going on. A lot of Raging Cajuns. <laughs> Go, Raging Cajuns. Easy credit. No job, no problem. Your bookie will let you bet that one on credit. Okay? <laughs> uh, and then there's the national championship game, which, God willing, will be Clemson over Oklahoma or Louisiana, probably Louisiana, or LSU. Go, Clemson. Please, Lord, Clemson. My net worth will be, like, five to six percent more of Clemson were to win that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's pretty much it Rob uh what a fun exercise that was. Uh any boomer comments or concerns from, yes. from that.
0: Oh yes big time. I'm wondering how long it is until in the lending tree bowl lending tree is <laughs> encouraging people to log on and bet on credit. Oh my God. T- to get new customers. I'm thinking 2021, 22? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, this country's really
1: not ready for this. And obviously, we have a lot of fun on this podcast and we half ass it. It's not that far from the truth. But um, a big part of the, the reasoning behind all this is to try to paint a, a clearer picture of sports betting. And just the further we get along this legalization of sports betting, the more ridiculous shit I see. And like I was at holiday parties talking to people about betting, and people have no clue what they're putting money into. And I get a lot of people are just doing it for entertainment. Um, I just hope people realize that um, you should be equating this with like roulette and um, stock picking. And but I mean, I don't need to tell you about how people, you know, the biases they have um, in terms of their own successes or even failures, the excuses they come up with failures for stock picking. Uh, But it's really alarming. And, I mean, I'm here to help people. Uh, I I hope to be relatively transparent. Uh, But you are not going to make money off sports betting your first, third, fifth year from sports betting. Uh, It's going to take a really long time. unless you have just unbelievable mathematical skills, Um, your sports knowledge is, like, pretty much the third or fourth way – of your things of how, like your skills, your sports knowledge is like third or fourth for like actually being successful better. So, um, didn't mean to take such a turn there, but you just, you just reminded me of a really important thing I wanted to say is like, we say this in ju- you know, in jest, and we do the the disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast. But it is true. Like, I hope people realize this is f- so much fun, entertaining, and even as as like intellectually stimulating to do research on and, and follow and track. But uh, I just hope people realize that's really for ninety nine percent of people. Like, that's the extent of it. Um, any thoughts about that, Rob? I didn't mean to get negative, too too serious. Negative
0: expected value, dude. So like the right. the average better without right. an edge, without a reason right. why, and a intellectually defensible reason why. Right. Sports betting is very likely a you should expect to lose money on it. All else equal. Right, and it's it's the
1: same thing of a guy who reads three articles about a stock and I, I'm, I, and you know me, I'm five, seven, you know, seven years ago, I was guilty of this, you know, Oh, I read three articles about this company, Rob, should I invest in it? And you're like, uh, no, <laughs> you know, is, isn't that similar to what people, you know, I, I know you, I'm not asking you to give, you know, like official advice or anything, but isn't that kind of similar to the people who like oversimplify things or just these marketplaces being so complex and totally. so, you know, yeah, yeah, and and that's why you know when we I feel like I know I wasn't getting a lot of analysis during these bowls, but let me tell you, just knowing what the spread is or knowing where the market has moved, I mean, that alone is going to win you or at least get you like top eighty percentile in these things because you know people just looking at the team names or whatever, um, you know, markets are efficient, and if they're inefficient, they're not inefficient for long. Um, so yeah, so that was our serious, that was our boomer moment of the week. I guess, wow, I'm like slowly morphing into 29 years old. I can (laughs) already feel
0: it. That was big boomer energy on that (laughs) disclaimer. Millennials (laughs) are losing money and here's why. (laughs) Yeah. Boomer vibes, dude. Boomer
1: vibes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I hope people have fun with it. Bowl season is a lot of fun. College sports are great. Um, so hopefully people, you know, put 20 bucks, 30, you know, 10, 20 bucks in a pool, you know, make some educated guesses. Have fun. Watch the games. Have fun with this. That's what sports betting is really all about. Um, if you want to take this seriously, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Um, but uh, for the most of us, just have a, a jerry old time and uh, enjoy the holidays, man. Enjoy the holidays. Any plans for you over the holidays, there, Rob?
0: Uh, not too much sticking around town going skiing over New Year's in the like kind of podunk ski part of uh, Northeastern Arizona. How about you?
1: I am actually going to Columbia. uh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. Six days. I just wanted to go somewhere and fight seasonal depression Mm -hmm. Uh, and just be outside and I have three days I have planned on being on the beach doing nothing I brought I'm I'm telling myself I'm going to read these two books there's a 0% chance I'm going to Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's the only thing like I have as a goal to accomplish is just be outside read uh, learn about this pretty cool city in uh, Colombia Cartagena I don't know if you know anything about it I don't know much I'm doing a little bit of research Um, but yeah that's pretty much the plans dude and, and a little bit of family time
0: but, um, that's much that's very Make dope, it. dude. Didn't know you had that on the docket. Uh, might I suggest some AirPods and an audio book so that you can walk and do the book thing? Wow. Walk and in. do the book thing? Yeah, an audio book, dude. Oh gotcha. The audiobook.
1: oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And chew gum at the same time, you think? Yeah, yeah maybe. 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 <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll tell you what's probably going to happen. I'll probably fall in love with some chick I meet at a hostel and do nothing productive and waste my time. So that's probably what's going to happen. And she's going to laugh at me and never talk to me after that weekend. But yeah, the AirPods sound great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, open hearts, open minds. (laughs) But yeah, so this is the uh, last podcast of the decade. Um, Merry, Merry Krimbus to everyone out there. Happy New Year. Merry, uh, Merry Kwanzaa um, to you and yours there, Rob.
0: I love it, dude. Peace, gang. We'll catch you all early January. That's it. Pace.